Super duper do, how are you? Do you overcome the challenges? Are you a challenge overcomer up? What a great question. As an exercise professional, the word challenge has lots of different meanings. Now, for some people, it's a problem that requires a solution. Now, I hate the word problem because to me, problem sounds like it hasn't got a solution. So I always replace problem with challenge and say, yes, I've got a challenge and I'm excited to become a challenge overcomer. Woohoo! But in the exercise profession, as an exercise professional, the word challenge changed its meaning. Uh, and I can't really remember, I'm going to say the late 80s maybe, when the invention or the creation of the weight loss challenge. So we're going to pay you money, give you a prize, give you a time frame, give you a diet or eating plan, exercise plan, and the person who loses the most weight in that period of time uh, overcomes the challenge of weight, there you go, uh, wins the weight loss challenge. Uh, You're the winner, you've lost the most weight. And there's been cars and thousands of dollars and overseas holidays and all sorts of prizes that have been given to people for being the challenge winner, losing the most weight. And I'm just going to use that particular challenge. Now, there's been lots of different ones that have come and gone since the 80s. But if you are about to go into a weight loss challenge and a health challenge, a uh, get your body into great shape challenge, I always ask, please ask some important questions of yourself and the person that's putting you into the challenge or the people that are running the challenge. And I don't think there's any right or wrong about this process. I'm just... Uh, because I would love the the outcome of every challenge to be a solution. So isn't that the, and I'll go back to the original question, what does challenge mean to you? And if it means that there is something that requires a, a solution, what is the solution? And I think even more importantly, is it a long-term solution or a permanent solution? So there's one of the first questions that I always ask about a challenge, a weight loss challenge or get your body into great shape challenge, whether it's six weeks, eight weeks, 12 weeks, doesn't matter. Uh, What happens at the end of the challenge? So a lot of people say, I'm going into a weight loss challenge to give me a kickstart so that I lose the weight and then I'll keep it off for the rest of my life. And could that be a really good reason to go into a weight loss challenge? Because I want to be healthy, fit and strong and in great shape for how long? The rest of my life. Woohoo! Wouldn't that be awesome? But have you noticed, and this is my challenge with the the headspace, is if I put my body into any kind of can't have, mustn't have, don't have, shouldn't have restriction process, is it possible that at the end of that time frame there's going to be a binge or a, uh, a, a restriction headspace that says I couldn't have and now I want more of? And that's the thing that I'm always really concerned about and I share with you openly that I've worked with uh, many personal coaching clients where that's why they became anorexics or bulimics or morbidly obese because it was always about I can't have, mustn't have, don't have, shouldn't have, now I want it more. So their headspace was always in that uh, starvation or super compensation process which is I can't have, now I want it. Uh, and my anorexic clients would share with me, I got into the headspace because I don't want to eat bad food, so I'm never going to eat it. And that came down to all food became bad, so I never want to eat food. Not a healthy headspace. Uh, my bulimic clients would share with me, 
can't have, mustn't have, don't have, shouldn't have, really want it, so I have it anyway. Then I feel guilty, so then I want to throw it up or poo it out or both, or I exercise fanatically or excessively to try and get rid of it. Not a healthy headspace, would that be a, a fair statement? My morbidly obese clients would often share with me, can't have, mustn't have, don't have, shouldn't have. I restrict, 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 get really annoyed that I have to keep restricting, get angry that I can't have. So then I would, instead of having one or two biscuits, I'd have the whole packet and then get into the habit of having the whole packet. And now I just want to eat and eat and eat and eat and I never feel full and I just want, I just, I don't care. I just love food and I don't want to be restricted. Uh, and that's my challenge with any kind of diet, any kind of restriction process, any kind of time frame. And the reason I'm going to ask the question about the time frame is if you want to be healthy, fit and strong for the rest of your life, could you start that today and just keep doing it? Do we need to have six weeks, eight weeks, 12 weeks to kick start? Why can't we just kick start now and keep going? From this day forward, I want to have a healthy, fit, strong body. I want to eat healthy food or high-performance food. I want to feel good, look good for the rest of my life. Not, And I often use that roller coaster analogy because most of my personal coaching clients that were anorexics, bulimics or morbidly obese were all of those. At some stage in their life, they were either morbidly obese or anorexic or bulimic. And it all started with, I need to control something. I need to control my food. Now, it might not have been their food. They needed to control something in their life. Uh, but they used food as, as the way of doing that. And then when that became all too hard, they just splurged and binged. And can you imagine what that's like where you, are, you eat an enormous amount of food and then you feel really guilty about it, what that can do to your headspace? And the reason I'm asking this question so personally is do you ever want to push somebody to that, that headspace? Do you ever want to be in that headspace? Hell no. And what about our kids? I don't want our kids. I would love our kids to never have to go on a 12-week challenge, to never have to go on a diet, to never have to start an exercise program that, to, that they are going on because they have to lose weight. Wouldn't it be nice if we were born and we live with energy, enthusiasm and excitement for life. We eat for passion, we eat for pleasure, we eat for performance. We exercise because we want to be healthy, fit and strong and stay that way for the rest of our lives and that's just how we live. We eat when we're hungry, we stop eating when we're full, we only eat the foods that we love, we don't eat the foods that we don't love, we don't do the exercise that we don't want to do. In fact, it's not even exercise, we just want to be fit and strong so we do what we need to do to feel fantastic. That's my goal and my wish for everybody. Now, I get that uh, because adults have got themselves out of shape and uh, unhealthy and not looking good, that they might need a kickstart. And that's, of course, the, the concept behind a, a challenge process. Here's my alternative to a weight loss challenge. Because what I've got the challenge with a weight loss challenge is what does weight tell me? If I'm the person that loses the most weight in a certain period of time... First of all, does that necessarily mean I'm going to look good? And I'm sure you've seen people that they've lost a lot of weight, but they've got saggy skin or they don't have any energy or their diet has tired them out and they, they're grumpy and angry. And, and it, it wasn't a nice process. They might have won the challenge, but they weren't happy people doing it. And I, I wouldn't like to waste 12 weeks of my life feeling miserable. How about you? So if you then measure weight from a health perspective... 
if I lose water weight on the scales, I could dehydrate myself if I'm about to get weighed for a couple of days and I will weigh less on the scales, but how will I feel? And does that mean that I've got a great body? No, I'm just dehydrated. And ask sports people that have to make weight about how awful that feels. Uh, I can lose weight by losing bone mineral density. Bones are very heavy. That joke about I've got heavy bones is not really a joke. It's awesome. You want to have heavy bones because heavy bones means strong bones, means I'm not going to get osteoporosis. I'm not going to have thinning of the bones. So as I get older, if my bones are getting thinner, I'm going to weigh much lighter on the scales, but it doesn't mean that I'm healthy. And in a very short period of time, and 12 weeks is is a very short period of time, you can lose bone mineral density, you can dehydrate yourself before you get weighed, and the big one is you can lose a lot of muscle. And muscle's very heavy. When you stand on the scales and you've got a lot of muscle tissue, just ask bodybuilders, uh, they weigh very heavy. But it doesn't mean they've got high, high body fat percentage. It also means that they could look good even though they weigh a lot. Because we often relate weight loss to looking good. Well, there's two parts to that. A lot of people don't weigh very much and they don't technically look good. And there's some people that weigh a lot and they look amazing. So what does weight really tell us? It could tell us that we're dehydrated. We've lost weight because we're dehydrated. We've got osteoporosis and we've lost a stack of muscle tissue, which is what dieting does to us. If you don't eat enough, if you don't look after your, your metabolism and your metabolism slows down, your body will waste away. And it's not the fat that wastes away. It's the muscle that wastes away. And that weighs heavy on the scales, which means you'll weigh light. Sorry, it weighs light on it weighs heavy on the scales, which means if you've lost muscle tissue, you will weigh lighter on the scales. But how do you feel? So my alternative to weight loss challenges, which is I can dehydrate, get osteoporosis and lose muscle tissue, which means I'll weigh less, yuck, and feel terrible, yuck. How about a health challenge? If you really believe in the, in the concept of giving people a kickstart, adults that have got, let themselves get out of shape, what if we gave them a challenge of the, the biomarkers for health? So if you go to a doctor, a really good doctor, a doctor that's focused on prevention and health, of course, uh, they will be concerned about your resting heart rate. So if we can bring your resting heart rate down, that means that you are, your heart has to beat less when you are not exercising. So that's a sign of being fit. If we can get your blood pressure to normal, 120 on 80, that shows that everything's moving around your body freely. If we can get your cholesterol levels and your blood sugar levels to normal, that means that you are in a much lower risk category, if at all, of getting coronary heart disease, type 2 diabetes, cardiovascular disease, having a stroke, even most cancers. So if we can get people, and if this was the health check, so in the next 12 weeks, our goal is to get your heart rate lower, get your blood pressure to 120 on 80, and to get your blood sugar levels to normal and your cholesterol levels to normal. And the person that has the best result in those areas wins the competition. But ultimately in that, and as I share that, isn't everybody the winner in that situation? If everybody gets their resting heart rate to normal or low, gets their blood pressure to normal, gets their cholesterol and, uh, and uh, blood sugar levels to normal, aren't we all winners? Doesn't that make us a winner because we're healthy? 
And then if I keep that, maintain that for the rest of my life, not with some fanatical eating plan or ridiculous exercise program that I could only stick to for 12 weeks because I wanted to win the competition. And what's the point? Here's my really interesting question. What's the point of being able to go on an overseas holiday because you've won a competition, but you've got no energy or you don't look good or you don't feel good uh, because you'd had 12 weeks of starving yourself or doing some ridiculous eating and exercise plan? What's the point of winning a new car in the 12-week challenge if you haven't got the energy to drive it or you just don't feel like going out because you feel so uh, uh, unenergetic? What's the point of winning money? Everyone, oh, I'll be so much happier when I've got a stack of money. But if you've got no energy to enjoy your money, if you haven't got a healthy, fit, strong body to go and enjoy the experiences that money can buy, what's the point? So how about if you're going to go into any form of competition challenge for your body, why not compete with yourself? Why not compete with your own biomarkers? So what is a low resting heart rate that I'm aiming for? I want a 120 on 80 blood pressure. Whatever country you're from will determine what your cholesterol or blood sugar level reading is if it's healthy, if it's normal. And then the questions that I always ask, to me this is winning every competition. Do I have a stack of energy? Am I performing at my best? Do I love what I see in the mirror and how I feel when I touch my body? And am I getting the results that I want from my eating and exercise plan for my entire life? I always ask this question, have you picked a size, an energy level, a clothing, an article of clothing, something, some, something that says to you, this is my test, my standard, this is my non-negotiable standard for the rest of my life. So this is how much energy I want to have, this is how I want to look, this is how I want to feel, this is the performance levels that I want to have, this is how I want my life to look and feel for the rest of my life. So my life becomes the challenge, not eight weeks or 12 weeks. But if you're going to go into that challenge, could it be with a headspace that says, I want to be healthy, not just lose weight? I want to be healthy, fit and strong for the rest of my life, not just for 12 weeks to win a competition. And I'm a very personal story. I've been involved a couple of times now with the television show, The Biggest Loser. And if you've ever watched that show, uh, the name is interesting, isn't it? The Biggest Loser. Uh, there's a lot of people in many countries around the world that have gone onto that show as a morbidly obese person or a, or a bigger overweight person and they lost a lot of weight for the time that they were there and ironically, eight to 12 weeks perhaps. But in that time frame where they couldn't have, shouldn't have, mustn't have, don't have and they were exercising fanatically and their food was highly restricted and I promise you it was, what happened to their headspace? And if I lost a lot of weight in that really interesting environment where I can't have, mustn't have, don't have, shouldn't have, and I'm fanatically exercising, is that something that I can keep doing for the rest of my life? So when I leave that controlled environment, will I be able to keep doing that for the rest of my life? And sadly, for most people, in fact, there's, I, there might be one or two that are exceptions to the rule, but... Practically everybody that's been on those television shows not only put weight back on, but put on more than they lost while they were on the show. Now, that's a, that's a very controlled challenge, weight loss challenge, and it's all about getting weighed and getting praised for losing weight. But don't you want to be able to look in your mirror, look at your life when you're, and I'm going to say 120, 30, 40, because the longevity experts are now sharing that we could live that long if we are healthy, fit and strong. Wouldn't it be nice to look back over your life and say, I never dieted, 
I loved my exercise program. I ate when I was hungry. I stopped eating when I was full. I loved my life. I enjoyed every single day. I never went on a diet. I loved being outside in the fresh air and the sunshine and being active. I had healthy, strong bones, a healthy, strong brain because I got puffed and I lifted heavy. My life has been amazing and I've been healthy, fit and strong for my whole entire life. Uh, There's a challenge. As a parent, as a teacher, as a coach, isn't that a challenge that we'd love to give our kids to be healthy, fit and strong for their entire life? So whether it's winter, cold like it is today, or, you know, sometimes it's summertime and you've got to take your clothes off because it's too hot and I'm doing this on purpose, wouldn't it be nice at any time in your life you could, whether you had to wear a winter jacket because it was cold or a singlet because it was hot, you could be really proud of your healthy, fit, strong body and your healthy, fit, strong brain. And there is my challenge for you. Super duper doo, how are you? I'm sure you are amazing for the rest of your life. Woo!